this tent is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed with our habitation, which is from heaven. If indeed, having been clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we who are in this tent groan, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. Now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. Thank you so much for downloading today's episode of The Learning Puritan. That was 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. Paul is telling us about our, our coming body. Hallelujah. What a wonderful promise that's going to be. And I'll tell you, each time I get behind the microphone to talk with you, I get a little bit more excited because I know what I'm about to read to you. And I just know some of the things, the thoughts that are percolating in my head that I want to share with you. Maybe it's just a little too much coffee, or maybe it's just the fact that I really enjoy talking about our Lord. But today, I'm going to share with something with you that just keeps me percolating even more, gets me boiling up, getting me ready to go to glory. And that's direction number eight. Now, as you know, each step as we've been going on in Richard Baxter's directions for a peaceful life, the tempo has been steadily increasing. The marching orders have been getting stronger and stronger and more direct. The direction itself has become clearer and clearer as we go to glory. And now we can see that by the time we've reached just this direction eight, that we are already at a fever, a fever tempo and we've got a long way to go. But today we're going to talk about that sickness and death so that they might be more comfortable to you. Remember, we're talking about comfort here and trying to make those final moments for you very comfortable. That sickness and death may be more comfortable as your passage to eternity. Take notice of the seal and earnest of God. Ooh, let me tell you, you want to get your big brain shorts on for this one, kids, because this one is going to blow your socks off. Amen. Listen, when you think about what's going on in your body right now, right? Even the spirit of grace that he's put into your heart as a Christian, right? That's the reason why Paul says, that's the reason why we groan for immortality because God himself, right, has made us for it. God has made you for eternity and has given us the pledge of his spirit as a promise of that. It says that, you know, God's anointed us and sealed us and given us the pledge of his spirit in our hearts. Boy, I'll tell you, I wish I was as smart as Richard Baxter and these Puritans because, man, I feel like an idiot when I read their works and I think to myself, how dumb am I? He said, God has anointed us, that's number one, has sealed us, number two, and give us the pledge of his spirit in our hearts. Three things are going on in your spirit and in your soul long before creation and your body was ever made. I want you to know this issue was settled. <laughs> Praise God. This problem was solved before you ever lied there in that hospital bed. Amen. Guess what? God knew you were going to be there. 
He knew you were facing this issue before it ever happened. In fact, he was the one who gave it to you. How do you like them apples? And he's anointed you before the world ever began. He has sealed you with his spirit so that you are his. And he has given you this pledge of the spirit in your heart so you can feel it yourself. So you can know that you know that the Holy Spirit bears witness to your spirit that you are the son or child of God. Right? What a, what a, what a comfort. What a comfort this has got to be for us when, when we look towards heaven and we find such a pledge of God in us. I, I, I don't know how to put this in words that you, you can really feel how deeply I feel this for you. But it should be so comforting to you and to me to know that when we look to God, that God himself has put this pledge of his spirit in us. Now, you might say to yourself, now, wait a minute, Carl, hold up. <laughs> hold on. I'm not so much into this touchy-feely business. What are you talking about? God's put this spirit into us and I, I feel this pledge. What are you talking about? Well, look, if, you, if you're saying to yourself, hey, I, I, I feel like I don't have this, quote, earnest of the spirit that that Richard Paul Richard Baxter already covered that too he said check it out where do you think you got this holiness desire from <laughs> if you say I fear I have not this desire of the spirit he, his answer is well from where did your desire for holiness come have you got a desire for holiness in your life do you want to be set apart from sin? Do you, Every time that you fall and you fail and you sin before God, do you hate the fact that you do it? Well, where do you think that comes from? It surely isn't your flesh. It isn't, it isn't your flesh that's telling you, gosh, don't go around and sleep with every woman in the planet. It isn't your flesh that is saying, hey, guess what? You should desire all these expensive bags from all these stores. It isn't, it isn't God that's telling you to go out and, and seek the things of the world, the pride of life, the lust of the flesh, right? It's, it's not God teaching you that. All the people around you seeking those things, going hard after the flesh, going hard after the money, chasing the dollar bills and ignoring the kingdom of Christ, they are not getting that from God. What was God's direction? What was Christ, you know, his direction to you? He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these other things will be added unto you. Look, if you really want to invest in things that have a, 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 a significance in life, Invest in things that are going to matter, that are going to last forever. What's going to last forever? Well, there's only two things. And if you said death and taxes, well, bless God, you're on the wrong podcast. You need to go over to talk to, to somebody else. No, the only two things that are going to last in this world are the word of God and people. The word of God, the Bible says the word of God, the, grather, the, the grass withers, the, gra the grass withers, the flower flades, but the uh, flower, that's what I get for saying it too fast. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God will last forever. That's what the Bible teaches you. If that's going to last forever, well, what else lasts forever? Well, men, 
Men, human beings, they last forever. Oh, sure, they're going to die, but their their soul lives forever. And doesn't it make sense then, therefore, to invest in the things that really matter, the things that really last, the word of God, the kingdom of God, and the men that need to go into it? If you're saying to yourself, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have this spirit of holiness, the spirit of God to be holy or to seek the things of God, well, where do you think you got all these, these desires to be holy in the first place from? What weaned you from the world? You know, what, what, what made you place your hope and your happiness on Christ above? Whatever gave you that crazy inclination? Well, it certainly wasn't the world. <laughs> from where did your enmity with sin come from? Why is it that you hate sin in the, in the soul of your being? Why do you hate it? Why do you hate Every single time you do that thing you do and you just, oh, why, why, why do I do that? Let me tell you, you didn't get that enmity with sin from the sin itself. That bottle didn't make you hate it. That woman didn't make you hate her. That, you know, no, 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 that all, it all, that all comes Okay, you love those things because you love sin and you love holiness because God gave that to you, right? Where did your desire for the glory of God and the prosperity of the gospel come from? If you have any fealty at all to the gospel of Christ, do you have any love for God at all and his gospel? Well, where do you think it came from? It came from God. You see, the very love of holiness and holy persons and your desire to know God and perfectly love him, well, that just simply shows the heavenly nature inside of you, which Richard Baxter says was the surest evidence for eternal life. If you want to know you got eternal life, if you just got to, ah, I got to know, okay, well, look inside yourself. To the love you have for holy people and holiness and your desire to know God, you're wanting to read your Bible and to be perfected in him and, and all these things. Well, that's your evidence right there. See, that, that spirit from God was sent from heaven, right, to draw up your heart and fit you for it. That's John 6, 36 and 7 right there. All, right, all whom the Father gives me will come right we'll draw them to me that's what's going to happen okay listen god does not give these desires these natures these preparations all that stuff he doesn't give that in vain he didn't give that to you just for kicks and giggles no 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 he gave that to you for a reason this is also called, quote, the witness of the spirit to our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs and heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. That's Romans chapter eight right there. Completely. If, 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 you're, if you're no longer a slave, well, then you're a child of God. If you're a child of God, well, then you're an heir. And if you're an heir of God, well, then you're joint heirs with Christ and all the riches of God are yours. 
God would not have given us a heavenly nature or a desire if he had not intended us for heaven. That's your good news for today, and I hope that was helpful to you. If it was, do me a favor, share this podcast. And if at the very minimum, I would appreciate it if you'd lift us up in prayer that this podcast might be used for the service of our Lord. Thank you so much for paying attention to me. And as always, have a blessed and happy day. Bye-bye.